You are listening to episode 115 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs, and welcome back. I want to start today with a celebration. I've spoken about it on my podcast, and I certainly talk to my clients about it on the regular, but we need to stop and enjoy the journey of life and celebrate. And what I want to celebrate today has everything to do with all of you. This past week, my podcast that's been around for two and a half years reached a huge milestone, thanks to all of you. We have over 100,000 downloads. That's amazing. Now, it doesn't mean I have 100,000 listeners. Wow, wouldn't that be incredible? But over 100,000 downloads of this podcast have existed. That means that what you're hearing is resonating with you and you're coming back and listening week after week. And you're telling your friends, hey, I found this thing really helpful. Please, you know, consider taking a listen. And I am so grateful for each and every one of you. I've had the wonderful opportunity to meet many of you in real life. And I know that there are so many out there that I just will meet someday. And I can't wait until that day happens. So today I want to start with a celebration for you and for me and for this baby that I birthed two and a half years ago, my Remind Yourself podcast. Again, we celebrate often these big milestones in life, but I do love enjoying the journey along the way. Every week when I sit down and send out a love message to all of you, I am grateful that I have this opportunity. But I just wanted to take a brief moment to celebrate this big milestone and celebrate with all of you. I also wanted to share with you my sweet youngest daughter surprised me by making a homemade chocolate cake that was delicious and beautifully decorated in honor of this milestone. I thought that was pretty cool. I just sort of happened to mention to my children, hey, this is a really cool week. I just reached 100,000 downloads. And they smiled and they're like, way to go, mom, which is kind of cool, right? To start something new that was, you know, a little bit out of my league and things like that, to have them see how I've continued at it has been a real neat thing to do as a mom. And to have her take a moment and to celebrate me in that way was pretty special. So again, thanks to all of my amazing listeners. I can't wait to meet you someday. And now we're going to get into this week's episode. So today is the last day of May, which again, this whole month I've been talking about mental health awareness. Today, I want to speak to you about something that I speak with often with my clients. And this is the mental load of motherhood, or of I would just say being a woman right? This mental load is this unseen cognitive labor that many of us in a partnership have. It is all of the things that are going on in our head that keep our household and our families running. It is the never-ending to-do list that is always spinning. Whose birthday is coming up? Who has, you know, camp? What are the things that they're going to need for camp? Do we need to get the physical? Do we need to get those forms filled out? Oh my goodness, it's my mother-in-law's birthday next week. You know, we should think about that. 
These are all of the things that contribute to a lot of mental space in our brain. And I thought it was a beautiful way to wrap up this Mental Health Awareness Month to talk about this mental load that so many of us women have. And I'm also going to give you a solution that's going to make it better. Because to just talk about a problem is not the way I like to do it. I like to acknowledge that there's an issue and then figure out a solution. And again, if you've been around me for a little bit, I love to find a simple solution. So the reason that this mental load, or what I like to call cognitive labor, is an issue is that, again, we're very high-achieving women. And we like to have things done a certain way, and we come together in a partnership, and we are just thinking about all of the things. And the problem with this is that, number one, it leads to a lot of exhaustion, right? Because when we're always working, not only doing the work that needs to be done as being a physician and, you know, working in your home, taking care of your family, but it also leads to mental exhaustion, right? And burnout. And More than that, I would say that number two, it leads to resentment, and it causes a lot of strife in relationships. And I just don't love that, right? Like, I get it that relationships have their ups and downs, but I see so many women who are suffering and are doing a lot of blaming, and it just is not healthy for relationships. So this is what we're going to do about it. Number one, we're going to acknowledge, yeah, that's me. I always have this never-ending to-do list. And then we are going to have a conversation with our partner that is collaborative. In the past, I have confronted my partner and said, hey, I feel like I'm doing all of the things around here. They're all the things that I need to not only do, but think about. And often, of course, my husband would get very defensive. He'd say, well, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I'm like, yes. And while I appreciate that you do X, Y, and Z, I am doing A through Z and thinking about X, Y, and Z, right? So it's not that we want to blame our partners. We don't want to get them into that area of defensiveness, which of course, when someone attacks you, it's normal for someone to become defensive, right? And that's not a great way to collaborate and problem solve. You are a brilliant, compassionate woman. And I imagine your partner is also smart and has ideas of how they want to contribute to your household. So what I suggest is not when times are just right in the middle of, you know, oh my gosh, we don't have shoes to wear. I thought you were going to do that moment, right? When we're pointing fingers and everybody's upset and angry. But at some point to say, hey, I'd love to sit down and just have a conversation with you. And I want you to clear out time on your schedule, get the kids occupied with something else, and sit down and have a collaborative conversation. And this is how it might go, is for you to lovingly say, hey, there is a lot, as you know, that goes into having a family, not only taking care of the children, but taking care of the home, and all of the other things that we don't see that I am feeling a lot of heavy burden about. I would love to discuss this with you because I know that you value contributing to the family. And I so appreciate that you always are, you know, bringing kids to soccer and that you're, you know, going grocery shopping and coming up with a meal plan. I so appreciate all of that. And yet right now I'm feeling a lot of heaviness and I want to discuss it with you because I think if we come together and talk about all the things that need to be done, as well as the things that we don't see, that we just have to think about, then we can come together and come up with a solution. 
Because again, many of us start having this conversation with our partner and we say, I need help. And they say, hey, no problem. Just ask. I hear from so many women saying that they do not want to be the boss of their partners. They don't want to be thinking about all the things and delegating. And I would agree. Our partners are adults in our life. For your children to have a chore chart is fantastic. And if that starts getting your partner to be involved with you know, the chores and things that need to happen at home, great. But most of us don't like to view our partner as a child who needs a chore chart. And yet again, I hear women time after time, my husband will only help if I ask and I'm sick and tired of asking but they don't have a conversation. So this is what I'm telling you. Instead of being on opposite sides of the table, pointing fingers or being very, you know, martyr-like saying, this is, I do everything. I do all of the work. You only do X, Y, and Z, right? You can hear how that's not going to be a very great conversation. Think about how you can come together and be collaborative. Be on the same side of the table, And again, you can start this by approaching your partner and saying, hey, I'd love to have a conversation with you. We both care an awful lot about this family and this relationship. And I just want to like lay it all out, all of the things that need to be done, all of the things that are behind the scenes, like appointments, thinking about vacations, thinking about summer camp. And let's divvy it up. Let's think about all the things, write it down on paper, and then decide. So for instance, if your partner says, hey, I'm going to take on laundry, take it on full court, right? Take it on all the way, such as like, make sure we have the detergent, make sure that the things are getting done in a timely fashion. So if the kids have a, for example, a soccer tournament, they need their uniform cleaned, and they're too young, which by the way, kids can be involved in this as well. But the conversation should definitely begin with your partner. But So that the partner is aware of like, if you're going to take on laundry, you take on all of it, thinking about who needs what, thinking about do we have all the right things in order to do the job, and then completing it without being asked. So there's a lot of things that go into getting chores done, which believe me, I know you know this, I am speaking to the choir, you know all the things that are involved, but I'd love to lighten your mental load a bit. We women often carry it though as a badge of honor. I have to do it all. I mean, how many times have I gotten together with my girlfriends and we're kvetching about the fact that not only do we do all the things, but we're thinking about all the things. But here's what I'll tell you. Our partners are smart and they want to help. And we just need to have a conversation. And then, and this may be hard for some of you, we need to allow our partners to do things how they do them. So many of us think that we have the best way and only it's only going to be done right if I do it. And here's what I'll tell you. If that's the case and that's how you want to think and feel about it, by all means, do it all. But stop complaining about it, right? Our partners often do want to be more involved, but when we shut them down and criticize them, of course, they're not going to raise their hand and say, hey, I'm going to try again. So it really is quite simple. Number one, we're going to look at our life and acknowledge, yep, there's a problem. Number two, we're going to invite our partner to a conversation. And number three, we're going to be collaborative and work on it together. Write down all of the things. And then people can claim from A to Z all the things that that particular topic entails. Like previously, I, you know, did the example of the laundry. You will have lots and lots of things that need to be done, but divide and conquer. But divide from also thinking the thinking stage, right? The behind the scenes, if you will. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Then you're going to check in with one another and you're going to repeat these conversations and tweak as needed. It is going to bring you so much closer together as a couple 
and you will have more joy in your life and you will leave some, certainly a lot of the resentment behind because you're going to be seeing all these wonderful things that your partner is doing, including the behind the scenes. This is possible. So I invite you to lay down the martyr card and invite your partner to a conversation and see where it goes. If you'd like further support in this, please let me know. Send me a message. Tell me what worked, what didn't work. And again, maybe I'll come on and share some of your messages. I would love to hear from you. I will have my email in the show notes. I also want to invite you to consider being a part of a small group of physician women who come together to do this work. Not only do we tackle the main tenets of burnout, getting our notes done faster, setting appropriate boundaries, dropping the people-pleasing for once and for all, we learn how to improve our relationships. And I think that that is a huge cornerstone of enjoying life, is having relationships that we feel confident in, and we have unconditional love for the people in our lives. And this is the work we do together in a small community. My next group will be starting in mid-July. So if you'd like to learn more about that, again, drop me a message. You can get on my wait list so you'll be the first to know when the doors open to sign up. All right. Happy last day of May. And until next week, peace and love to all of you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.